Nothing you have ever experienced can prepare you for the unbridled carnage you're about to witness. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. A lot, a lot. You're excited? Feel these nipples. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? Gangsters, what's up guys? That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Those goofy bastards are just about the best thing I've got going in this crazy world. Woo! I'm the man. Woo! You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. What's going on, Kentuckiana? How are you all doing tonight? I hope I hope everyone's dried out from from the massive monsooning we've had over the last couple weeks. You got houses floating downstream, for God's sake. That was crazy. That was nuts. Made the national news, even. Did you see that? I mean, yeah, the guy said it literally floated off his foundation, went like 200 yards, creaming into an overpass. Like, like how does that happen? I don't know. (laughs) Mother Nature works in mysterious ways, my friend. This is Triple Threat Talk. I'm Gary the Dr. Lockard, next to my esteemed colleague and co host. Mr. Jimmy Biggers, how you doing tonight, Jimmy? I'm doing good, Doc. Uh, great got, to be here. We got TK running the pro, running uh, the production room too. What's up, TK? I'm excellent. Thank you for asking. Ah, no problem. You're you're looking you're looking dapper as always. Always fit. Always uh, ready to roll. <laughs> he we is. He's we ready can, to roll. I will say he out of the three of us, he's always the uh, the dapper of the three. That is true. I, I don't know if I should be insulted or complimented by that because I don't know what the definition of dapper is. <laughs> well, you got so time. I'm assuming uh, since I don't know what it is, it's a compliment. So thank you. It is. It is a compliment. Okay. It is. That's I, right. I didn't know if it it's was like street slang for stupid looking or something. No, no. check it out. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. By Urban Dictionary, it will be will be a definition I'm not allowed to read on the air. No, no, you don't want an Urban Dictionary because it's an actual word. Okay. <laughs> Like, I saw, by the way, speaking of Urban Dictionary, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh-oh. It's a funny story. Urban Dictionary put Because I'm Batman in there, and the definition of Because I'm Batman is, uh, it said, people defending that Batman can beat any other superhero because he is, quote, I'm Batman. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty pretty clever. When does Urban Dictionary become a uh, message boards for the arguments of the geeks? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I, I mean, I... <laughs> Urban Dictionary at least had a little bit of credibility for that, but at, you what, know. at what time was this credibility on the list? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've gone to I've gone to Urban Dictionary before. Like somebody said something to me like, before, it, and I'm it, like, "What is that? Listen, Are, did you just that, speak Greek? Anything that gives you the definition to a Sacramento sweater should not be considered credible. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, go to Urban Dictionary and look it up. Is that something you can't say on air? I cannot say that. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd feel comfortable. We'll sing it on the air if we were on XM Radio. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. It's pretty hardcore. <laughs> it must be pretty hardcore. We do have a lot to talk about oh, on the yeah. show tonight. Uh, if you want to get at us, you can do so on the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzz Line, 502-384-1450. Call, call in. We have bribes. We've got a $25 Kroger gift card, by the way. And, Absolutely. Uh, the manager asked me to give this out to a lucky caller today. 
Uh, we'll be giving it away at some point during the show. If you call, you might be the lucky one. I'm not going to tell you when. I'm not going to tell you where. I just want you to call in, bring up some good points, because we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today, as my co-host just mentioned. But the stipulation with the gift card did say stop by their hiring fair. They're having a hiring fair all throughout Kroger, specifically the Germantown Kroger off of Goss Avenue. Uh, July 25th, stop in. If you're looking for a, if you're looking for a job, they got plenty of openings over there. Every time I walk it, in there, yeah, you, you, maybe you, maybe you should apply. Maybe I should apply. Maybe, maybe I should apply. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, this keeps me pretty busy. You, you, Trevor, so do you, does the lift. Trevor, do you think you think uh, you think Gary would make a good employee for the Kroger? If the pace right, screw Gary. I'll apply. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we got we got that coming down the pike. Uh, if you're looking for a part time or full time job, swing by the job fair July 25th. And uh, we've also got snack packs, uh, free snacks like, from like Buffalo the pudding? Wild Wings. Yeah, like pudding. No, from no? Buffalo Wild Wings. Good at the Veterans Parkway one. It's a valid on traditional or boneless. I was going to say, I'll trade you my Kickstart for a no, snack pack. No, I don't want your Kickstart. I mean, if you're I've giving out my, snack packs, I've got my Pepsi Max over here. I don't if, need if, your Kickstart. If, if, if you're giving out snack packs, I mean, come <laughs> on, I'll take chocolate. <laughs> so, so where do you want to start? Well, well, we got a lot to talk about. I guess we'll start with the ESPYS. You want to talk with the ESPYS since, since, since the they ESPYs? are tonight? Since they're tonight, all right. It's it's got to be. Where where would you rank the ESPYS as far as an award show? award show? I'd rank it last. Really? Yeah. I'd at least put it ahead of the Tonys. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because the Tonys lately have have gotten a little bit more gotten a little bit more steam, especially with Neil Patrick Harris being involved and everything like yeah, that. And I I I think I think I put the because. You know, a lot of things that happen at the ESPYS are always predetermined. You know, like uh, right. Yeah, well, I mean, true, true. Some, some of those things are predetermined, and you know that their guidelines are a little bit loose. So I, so I, I, I put it last. Kind of like the code on in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's more guidelines than rules. Oh boy. <laughs> Right? I've seen that movie in so and long. I'm curious how you're going to rank it below uh, no, a, a joke of an award show that's probably like the sports equivalent of the Teen Choice Awards ahead of the Tony Awards, which even though you may not like, is a legitimate yeah. award I just for was Broadway throwing and it theater. Out there, Trevor, making. I'm, I mean, if, I you, don't if know. you said like the Billboard Music Awards or something like along <laughs> that line, I would have been like, okay, yeah, I may agree. Okay, disagree, so the, but so like the MTV sense, Music Video Awards. Yes, since like there's no that's like music videos ever. Well, they actually do. They just don't air them. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can find them on YouTube most of the time, but you can't find them on TV. Great. So uh, we're, we're but, not... yeah, but yeah, if you if you included that or something like that, then I would have been like, okay, but the Tony, really? That's the first thing that comes to your mind? Yeah, Jimmy, get with the program. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, know, I know that a lot of NASCAR fans attend the Tony Awards, I'm sure, but I mean, nonetheless. What is, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah. If you can, <laughs> what, you can what, stereotype, what is, I can what stereotype. What does NASCAR have anything to do with <laughs> yeah. the Tony Awards? If you can stereotype the Tony Awards for not being loved because it's just Broadway theater, oh, no uh, one cares about I like Broadway theater. I go to plays quite often. Name one. Name one what? If you say cats, I'm smacking you. <laughs> Lion King. <laughs> uh, that doesn't count. <laughs> Why does it count? Doesn't Why doesn't count. it count? Okay. I'm, I'm made from deep. <laughs> that's like me asking you to name a hockey team and you tell me the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> or the Red Wings. No, I mean, he's yeah. naming off uh, equivalents of products that were successes from Disney movies, in which <laughs> Lion King was the play of a success oh, off the movie. That's true. He's got a good point there. I, 
I, you know, I, I'm not going to argue. He's got to. not going to argue because, you know. I just, the Tony Awards. Like, name a bad movie. I don't know, Field of Dreams. I mean, really, that's the first thing that's going to come to your mind? It's the first thing that came to my mind. I didn't know I was going to offend you. I didn't know you were such a playwright. Dude. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. I, I, I planned my year on the Tony Award. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, people do worse. Who knew? First awarded in 1947, okay? There you go. Uh, who, who who was the first winner of the Tony Award? That uh, was Tony. That's why it's, it's Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Give me a hard one. <laughs> oh, man. This is funny. I tell you. All right, I'm done giving you crap. Hey, it's all good, man. I like you, you it. You volunteered for crap taking week hour one. Gary gets it hour two. Uh, oh, it's, man, all, no. it's all good. It's all good. No. So, so, Doc, the SB Awards are tonight. Yes, we covered that. And there's one particular award that you're not happy about. I'm not. And, you know, it's a touchy subject. I get it. I get that the... That and I can call up in this for this particular instance because it started when he was still Bruce. I'm gonna refer to him as Bruce Jenner, and I just just for right now, I'm gonna switch it over to the other name here in just a Caitlin. second. I'm gonna switch it. Hey, when it's pre-interview, when you're talking pre-interview, it's okay to refer to him as Bruce because he said that. So I'm referring to him as Bruce because I'm referring to the interview, and then I'm gonna switch it over and talk accordingly. You're confusing, but. Me. <laughs> I can't take all this back and but forth. But in the meantime, if you have anything that you all want to call and talk about, if you want to try to win the Kroger gift card or one of the snack packs, feel free to call us at the Oxmore Chrys- Chrysler Dodge and Jeep Ram Buzz Line, 384-1450. Then once again, that's 384-1450. Here's the, here's the thing. Yeah, he, by the way, Gary did set that up like a like a Quentin Tarantino plot line story Thank going you. back and forth and in different directions. I know. I appreciate I that. I feel like I'm watching Pulp Fiction well, he's only the with one bad that acting. <laughs> So how did Quentin turn, how, how did John Travolta come back? Didn't I just see him get shot in the bathroom? <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I will say that is an excellent movie, but it did confuse the hell out of oh, me. Oh, there's a generation of stoners that are still trying to figure out what happened in that movie. <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> so, you know, I, I got no problem with with Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner, whichever one, being being who she wants to be. I'll refer to him I've referred to as she for this for me setting this up. You know, it, when I go home at night. What Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner decides to be doesn't affect me at all. I don't love my family any less. I don't love my girlfriend any less. I don't love I don't love you any less. I don't like Trevor any less. You know, the 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 world goes on. I like Jimmy a little less because of it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> you just do. Yeah. I, I it you know to me, be what makes you happy. That's fine. I don't care. I I, I don't care about that. What I'm about to say has no, it has no being on whether or not Caitlyn Jenner Jenner is transgender or not. I I don't care for this particular example. My particular example is this: Tim Tebow was drafted in 2010. All right, he came out and became a devout Christian, a champion of Christianity, something that we haven't seen in the sports world as much as he has embraced it. Where's his Arthur Ashe Courage Award? He inspired people. He inspired people. He inspired a generation. You know, it, it's okay. I know? agree with you. Okay, I Ed, don't because I don't like Tebow. <laughs> well, I and, mean, I th- and I think he inspired ESPN and Ed Warder to be shoved down my throat twenty four seven. I think he inspired that. Well, be that as it may, Ed Thomas got it the year Tim Tebow was drafted. Okay, Ed Thomas, who was tragically killed. Okay, and he was not out garnering attention for the Arthur Ashe Award, so that's fine. I'm all for Ed Thomas winning the the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. I'm all for it. All right. Michael Sam got it last year. I'm all for that. 
it's you know he's being who he is he's making he's being happy with himself he's he is who he is and it's something it's something new and it was it brought awareness especially now in this political climate i'm okay with that all right in my opinion this year the award should not have gone to bruce slash caitlin jenner because lauren hill i believe strongly Lauren Hill, the basketball player for St. Joseph's in Cincinnati, should have won the Courage Award. She was battling brain cancer while she was out playing basketball. All right. How how is this when, when, let, 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 let me ask you just, go just straighten. I just want go, to make sure I get this correct. Go ahead. Go ahead. Absolutely. Your argument is not that Tebow deserves it over the over no, Caitlyn Jenner. No. You're just saying no, I'm that giving, anybody else may, or anybody there's other deserving candidates. That your your point and main argument is that Jenner does not deserve it. That's correct. Okay, because yes. yeah, I'm okay that, with that. Yeah, that's my that's what my point and argument. But if your your, your main argument is to get Tebow in there, I have, no, I'm no. all against it. I'd rather no. put Jenner up there than Tebow personally. No. No, and, and and thank you for because that is not my point. Okay. My my my. I'm back to my sandwich. Oh, Go okay, on. <laughs> you're finished eating your subway. <laughs> um, you know it's fine that she did what she did. You know, for talking back to Caitlyn Jenner, it's fine that she did what she did. You know, it, like I said, it doesn't make me love anyone less. And 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 Bruce Jenner at the time of the interview, so going back talking when he was talking at the interview, said, and I quote, "It's like God made me perfect, but except for one." gigantic big thing I've had to deal with my entire life. And it's is confusion. Somebody's a little full of themselves below the waist. I know, right? I mean he said he 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 said that he felt that God made him perfect except for this one big overwhelming thing. And that may be a fit. That may be the case. But by going out and doing all this, you're being selfish. And how you're being selfish is this. You're out championing because you want to be someone else that you want to be and you want everyone to know about it. I get that you're proud. I get that. I understand that. But the fact of the matter is, if you're going out asking for this publicity, asking for all this publicity, and asking your family to be there with your award tonight, and and not even and not even mentioning that there is someone out there, you are inspiring seven hundred thousand people in the United States. A recent report by UCLA estimates that there are roughly seven hundred thousand transgender people in the United States of America. It's a good number to know because, you know what, it is something that needs to be brought awareness to. I agree with that. However, Lauren Hill, who played basketball legitimately while having brain cancer and died at 19 years old, battling brain cancer, she raised $1.4 million for pediatric cancer research through a nonprofit called The Cure Starts Now. You know what else? There are about 1,665,540 new cases a year of cancer. Terminal or otherwise, with approximately 585,720 deaths per year. Who needs to be brought more attention to? Who? Oh, it's 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 pretty clear that this is one big publicity stunt, and, in my opinion. And this I, is like bringing the Kardashians to ESPN, in my opinion. Yeah. And it was all just a ploy because Bruce Jenner was an Olympic uh, star back in the 80s, early 90s, whenever. Late mm-hmm. 70s, early 80s. Late, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, in my opinion, I agree with you. Uh, I I don't think he deserves this award. I think this is kind of a black eye to this award. I think it's doing it injustice. Uh, I totally agree with you that Lauren Hill deserves this award out of anybody, just reasons alone. I mean, she's inspired you alone to say, 
Just because you have cancer doesn't mean you can't go out and do the things you want to do. She was on a basketball court with nine other girls playing the sport she loved, and she scored points. Yeah, she scored four points that game. Let, let me I, two, two two points. One, no, she I, scored the beginning two and the no, last no, not two. the points. I mean, oh. points I'm going to make two points. <laughs> One, it, I don't know why you should be shocked that it's a publicity stunt used to an award when it's an award show that is in itself an giant publicity stunt for ESPN. And two, if it is a publicity stunt, then their job has been accomplished. If you're talking about it, well, it's what. Let me let me let me counter that with this: when you're talking courageousness, do you give it to somebody who selfishly comes out and says, "I want to I want to make myself happy. But, I want to make myself happy." But back to my first point, though, it's again, it's a cele- it's the, the entire show in itself is a publicity show. It's just to plug ESPN. It's just nothing more. Then to kill time between the day off between the All Star game and and baseball getting back started. That's all this is. And that's probably so. If true. that's the case, then why should you be shocked that they would give an award, even if it is an astounding award that has gone to some great moments in sports like Balvano and Stuart Scott's speeches in the past? But that's also two speeches amongst what sixteen years of doing this since they've been doing it since the early nineties, ninety two, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, then you shouldn't be shy. You don't go to McDonald's expecting to get a Ruth Chris Steakhouse meal. I mean, no. And but see, the thing is, though, everything revolves around to this one point: is the fact that somebody, if you want to even come close to calling your SB awards legitimate, we call whenever people talk about sports, do they or not? Do they or do they not refer to the four letter network as pretty much the mother, the mothership? Well, you, of course, yeah, yes. So, so when you're talking to the mothership, you need to. When you're talking about the mothership, you need to set a better example, okay? This isn't with their award show, if they want any credibility for this, you have to come out and you have to say, we need to start giving out awards to credible people and credible sources. Yes, Caitlyn Jenner is a fantastic story. And yes, right now in this political cr- climate, something probably you probably do need to bring awareness to to the 700,000 transgenders. But the inspiration to them is far less. He didn't raise any money for transgender awareness. Lauren Hill raised $1.4 million for, can- for, cancer. For, for cancer research. So Lauren Hill is an inspiration to people who thought who thought their lives were over because of cancer, because she played basketball while battling this terrible disease. Absolutely. So where's the inspiration for Bruce Jenner, for, for Caitlyn Jenner, excuse me, where, where's the inspiration for Caitlyn Jenner and where's the courageousness in what Caitlyn Jenner did over what Lauren Hill did. I now in a world where the Lauren Hill situation never happened, in a world where Lauren Hill never got brain cancer and is still alive and with us, I fully back Caitlyn Jenner winning this award. I do. I do. Call call me crazy, but I do. I but even LeBron James tweeted out. All right, this is per per LeBron, who many consider to be and rightfully so the greatest basketball player in the world. On April 10th, 2015, you are the true definition of strength, courage, power, leadership, et cetera, et cetera. Your time on earth will never be dot, dot, dot. We'll be right back on Triple Threat Talk. Power pound, Sugar Ray Robinson, the greatest fighter ever lived. Oh, come on, man. What about Joe Lewis? The Brown Bomber. Now that was a great boxer. You damn right. I suppose nobody in here ever heard of Cassius Clay. We got a point. Yeah, I ain't saying Clay ain't bad. I'm just saying I stopped liking Cassius Clay 
want to change the name to Muhammad Ali? Wait a second. Wait a second. A man has the right to change his name to whatever he wants to change it to. A man wants to be called Muhammad Ali. This is a free country. You should respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali. His mama named him Clee. I'm going to call him Clee. <laughs> well, I got some good stuff there about TK. Uh, welcome back here on Triple Threat Talk 1450, the Sports Buzz WXVW. Before the break, we were talking a little SBs and one other quick SB note. Uh, a, a good thing coming out of the SPs tonight, and that is uh, Cincinnati Bengal Devin, Devin Stills' daughter Leah will be receiving the Jim Valvano Award uh, tonight. So that was one good uh, thing that came out of tonight. Probably the only good thing that came out of tonight. Uh, she's receiving that award. Many people remember her. She was diagnosed with uh, cancer. Uh, she is now in remission, uh, but due to a low immune system, she couldn't quite make the trip. So her father, Devin, is there accepting on her behalf, but she is there going to be there via satellite, uh, kind of like The Rock, via satellite. Uh, when she gets that award presented to her, so that is that was really cool by the ESPYS on that note. Yeah, I thought I completely agree with that. I mean, Leah still, you know, it's it's just been a, it's been one of those stories that people really want to get behind and really want to follow, especially with you know some of the things that Cincinnati did last year uh, to to help out, and, and I think even uh, another team was selling Leah still jerseys. I mean, it was. Uh, it, it was. It's pretty powerful stuff. The way that the entire NFL has gone behind uh, Devin Still and, and this little girl. Absolutely. So that's uh, inspiration. Absolutely. That that that's is inspiration. inspiration. Not, not 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 the other thing. Not the other <laughs> thing. That's definitely not inspiration. So moving on from that, uh, talk a little NASCAR now. As we uh, the boys from the Sprint Cup Series invaded the Bluegrass State this past weekend, and. Uh, like I like we said on the show last week, and to no one's surprise, it was Rowdy Bush, KB Kyle Bush, dominating the field, leading 163 of the 267 laps, well on his way for his second win of the season. Kyle's still 87 points out of the top 30, but there's no doubt in my mind with the way he is going uh, and the way he's running, getting that second win already that he will probably be well on his way in making the chase for the uh, Sprint Cup Series Championship. It was a Joe Gibbs-dominated event on Saturday as four of the five uh, top five finishers were all Joe Gibbs racing uh, drivers, the only exception being Joey Logano, who finished second. Uh, Very good race. A lot of the uh, drivers, fans, fellow obedient members all seemed to uh, really embraced the changes with this rule package. They were trying a temporary rule setup at Kentucky. Seemed to go over really well. There was a lot more three and four wide passing uh, in this event, more than normal. Uh, and even I thought the biggest telltale sign to me was late in the going, Joey Logano got out pretty good ways on Kyle Busch. And anymore, a lot of times when... A driver gets far out like that, you can't catch him. You're not you, you're not going to be able to run him down. And in this particular instance, Kyle ran down Joey, passed him, and uh, picked up his vic- picked up the win. Uh, he's been pretty good at Kentucky. Uh, Kyle has. He won the inaugural event when they debuted back in 2011, and now he picked up another win 
this time. So his second win and few starts at Kentucky. Uh, so good job to him and uh, good job to all involved. It seemed that the uh, Joe Gibbs Racing crew had it all together. They had it figured out between Joe Gibbs Racing and Penske because you saw a lot of Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Carl Edwards, um, Brad Keselowski all up in the front. So just like you know, we were discussing on the – you were asking me last week who I thought would win, and I had said, you know, uh, I'm going to go with the guys that have done the, well there in the past because they know the track, you know, regardless of the rules changes, regardless of the setup – you know, I think uh, guys that have run well there in the past are going to run the best, and that, in fact, was the case, as you saw a lot of Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski in the front, which was to no one's surprise. Uh, Brad did win the Xfinity Series race uh, on Friday night, so he did win one of the two races that they had there on over the weekend. Uh, but there was another interesting thing that happened over the weekend. As you know, this is Jeff Gordon's final season uh in nascar now now speaking of that yes okay if if it was your final season racing somewhere what would you want for a retirement gift like like if someone was going to give you a retirement gift what would you want i mean i don't know per se a vacation somewhere or i could i could see maybe that. maybe like a nice recliner for my man cave or something i uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what I would want. I, probably, I, I don't know, maybe, I, I kind of like you. Maybe like a trip to Atlantis out in the Caribbean. I've never been there. That'd be kind of cool. Trevor, what would you want if, if you were if you're going to retire and you were going to get a retirement gift? What's your what's your gift? I thought Atlantis was underwater. No, the city, the city of Atlantis is, but well, not, the, not the mythical city of Atlantis. Well, that's where you want to go, Atlantis. <laughs> no, I said out in the Caribbean. The, the, no, it's, a, it's it's the Atlantis a, Resort in the Atlanta, Bahamas. Atlanta, it's in Resort. Nassau, Bahamas. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's a real place. Because I was going to say Mars since you were saying Atlantis. <laughs> but I, uh, I'd pro, I'd pro, I'm kind of uh, I'm with Jimmy. I, I I don't I don't want to get the rocking chair cliche gift as you see given out on us all a lot of time it runs. But yeah, a nice uh, comfy chair would be awesome to have. I think nice comfy chair. I don't know vacation. It depends my job. I think I'm retiring from radio. Yeah, I'd love to take a week vacation anywhere, to be honest with you. But if I'm a star athlete, I mean, it really, I mean, there's nothing money couldn't have already bought you yourself. So uh, I'd probably, I'd probably go with the chair. Well, actually, it does turn out that money couldn't have bought you one thing. And Jeff Gordon received that one thing. Jimmy, tell us about it. Well, Jeff Gordon definitely uh, won't have any issues of running out of alcohol anytime soon. (laughs) Really was that? <laughs> well, as you know, each track is given given Jeff a, a special gift. Uh, Kentucky was no different as they got together with four of the top bourbon distilleries in the state, and each distillery handed Jeff 24 bottles of bourbon specialized and hand-signed by the master distiller from each bourbon uh Plant those include Four Roses, Jim Beam, Wild Turkey, and Mitchers Bourbon. So, what do you what do you get for the man who buys everything, or the the man who can afford everything? You give him something that nobody can give him ever. That is a I fantastic mean, gift. That was an awesome gift. I mean, I've seen all the gifts he's gotten so far, and it's going to sound partial, 
but that has to be the coolest gift he's gotten. Well, yet. What else has he gotten? Oh, he like tracks of tracks. One track gave his son a go kart, like a race car. That's lame. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, sums have gave him like the potential quote unquote rocking chair. Okay, that's you lame. know, just other things like that. So, and then some have done stuff like paint the infield, and it's just been different little cool things. You know, it's a retirement party. Everybody wants to go out. It's pretty cool. But 96 bottles of bourbon? I, I'll take one. I'm just out there saying that. I mean, I, I'll take a bottle of bourbon. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. You can give me one of the one signed. That way I and never the, have to open it. And the fact that they're all signed by the master, master distiller, distiller that's awesome. from each distillery that's awesome that's amazing that's fan that's fantastic i mean that you know you talk about like like earlier in the year when we talk about the triple crown Mm -hmm. you know like the one thing money can't buy you can't buy a triple crown you know you have to earn that yeah exactly no be that's a gift that that lathers respect because these master distillers are busy guys they're busy guys and the fact that they got them to sit down and sign one Right. No, uh, they tw- signed they, all, all of them. twenty-four. The, yeah. the, the from fact each that they distiller. got to sign twenty-four of them. The fact that you got them to sit down and sign one would be nothing short of cool. This is nothing short of a miracle. I mean, <laughs> twenty-four from each one. That's that's incredible. Uh, absolutely. So uh, a, a very cool gift for the fine folks at Kentucky Speedway to Jeff Gordon. So uh, good stuff there, as you know. And they move on to uh, New Hampshire. Speedway this weekend, the Magic Mile, which uh, a lot of people have been calling it the smaller version of Kentucky because of the bumps and and have you. Like last year, uh, Brad Keselowski won at Kentucky. He went to New Hampshire, had a lot of success, and so a lot of people are saying, well, that could be the case again this year. Well, it'll be a wait-and-see thing. So they head on to New Hampshire this week for the 5-Hour Energy 301 uh, I don't think you need a lot of five-hour energy to run, you know, 200 miles an hour around around the go, you know. But uh, that is the the sponsor for this particular race. So when we come back from break, we're going to get into a little British Open talk. We're going to talk the Open. That's right. So stay tuned right here. Triple Threat Talk, 1450 The Sports Buzz, WXVW. We'll be right back. Of all the days for us not to have Periscope up, it had to be today. <laughs> of I was all the actually days. thought that uh, Jimmy was going to give me the... Uh, I kind of get the feeling from a lot of country music fans that Brad Paisley is like the uh, what Dane Cook is to comedians. Well, Brad Paisley, actually, it's funny you played that, Trevor, because Brad well, I Paisley... I did it because of the, Jim, the, the Gordon. Yeah, he's stuff. mistaken for Jeff Gordon quite a bit. They say Mom, they look alike. Right, exactly. I, <laughs> but is it? Am I not correct in uh, by saying that most of your, I don't want to say die hard, but real country music fans 
Look, I'm, I guess maybe even almost compare Brad Pitt to, to go back to Jeff Gordon. How some a lot of NASCAR true NASCAR fans don't like Jeff Gordon. I like Brad Paisley. I think a lot of people like Brad Paisley. I've, I've always gotten the feeling from some other uh, hardcore country fans I know that he's kind of the the sellout country guy, the guy that the, the only like the mainstream country people like. He's he's the uh, touch of gray to the deadhead uh, the deadhead followers the the, mm. the sellout song, but in this case, artist. And see, I don't know because and I, country's I not my forte, and it's not mine either. And I don't mind that yeah. song, but uh, I, I just have, thought I've maybe he played that. it because we were talking Jeff Gordon and all that bourbon, and they look alike, so it kind of tied well, in. That's why I didn't know the look alike thing, but the, the the alcohol song was a tie in right. to the bourbon stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. But Jimmy was in here, you know. Trevor and I witnessed a great dance show. He was in there just like alcohol and I, that's what surprised me because i thought he was going to give me this oh god it's brad paisley <laughs> and he was all into it as if he'd he's like into it yeah i guess there's a brad paisley uh poster on the ceiling next to tony stewart <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's gordon i don't know maybe it's all three maybe that's how he rolls yes that's how i roll yeah. sorry at this point we want to officially open up the oxmoor chrysler dodge uh, jeep officially? and ram buzz line it's been open but we're kind of going to officially open it 384-1450 that's 384-1450. Keep in mind we got plenty of giveaways. We got still got a $25 Kroger gift card. Uh we might we might just give that away to the next uh one of the next three people that calls in. And we've also got uh free snack sizes from Buffalo Wild Wings. So uh call on in, give us your thoughts on uh the SB situation, uh Quaker State 400, or where we're about ready to talk right now. And that is the British Open. Shouldn't we have John on for this? Well, you know, every now and then I think it's okay. As great of a as great as a of a host as John Ashton is, the man, the myth, the legend, and he is. Every now and then, the every now and then the kiddos have to show they can do something by themselves. Okay, I think you know because well, you know okay. you and I, I, I traditionally in the past, and I say that because I know my dad is listening. I haven't been a big golfer. Watch, I haven't watched a lot of golf. Okay. I, I like to attempt to play it, but I don't. I, I don't really watch it now. Lately, keyword attempt. Yeah, attempt. Keyword exactly. Attempt. attempt. I I do want to. I I do think it's also fair to say that over the last six months, I've watched a lot more golf, and I'm actually finding it enjoyable now that Tiger Woods isn't being shoved down my throat because. All these people that think Tiger, the game will go on without Tiger. The, the game of golf is doomed without Tiger Woods. Guess what? It's gone since the 1800s without Tiger Woods. I think when Tiger Woods is gone, it'll survive a little bit longer. I'm sorry. If you disagree with that, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't help you. I can't help you if you disagree with that statement. I, 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 there, I don't think the, I don't think the buses go where you are. If you disagree with that statement, it's crazy. So, you know, I mean, uh, the, 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 that is, I think, the co- most common misconception in modern sports today is that golf is doomed without Tiger Woods. I've got news for you. Tiger Woods was growing up or was playing in an era where he was the only superstar. You know, back in the day, you had Jack, you had Arnold, you had Lee Trevino. Now you've got Spieth, you've got, Dust, uh, you got Day, Mickelson, you know, you've got McElroy, Fowler, you know, you've got, you're, you're kind of getting into where a lot of other people are playing, a lot of other superstars are playing. Maybe he should retire. Well, they asked him about that, and he said, 
I don't have an AARP card yet. So he thinks he's still young, and he is still young. He, yeah, but he's he got is. the body of somebody who's not so young. Right. And at the same time, you know, he can still hit the ball a mile. Right. I mean, he can still play. It's just he can't play very well. Ex- yeah. He's numbered, what, 204 in the world, something like something that? Something like that, yes. Crazy. It's wild, but he's he's uh, he's on a, on a uh, downward spiral. Uh, it hadn't been <laughs> very good for a while. But the crazy part about it, Doc, is even though he's on a downward spiral, even though he hasn't played nowhere near to the, his capabilities, he's still one of the most watched people in the sport. If they want to watch bad golf, Pe- they can people, watch him. People still tune in to see Tiger. Yeah, they do. It's crazy. I mean, like him or not. He's done. He, he, they still tune in to see Tiger. It's crazy. Yeah. So. In saying that, to your point about golf will continue, yes, golf will continue. There's no doubt about it. But you also can't deny that golf's ratings were the highest when Tiger was in his prime. I mean, that that that, that is a true statement. Because, but it was also it, he was also the victim. I mean, it was also an era which was the victim that he was the only superstar. Right, but I mean, that's not his fault. No, but in it, but, it, it shaded domination. It made it look like he was a lot more dominant than what he actually was. But he was though. But he he, he was dominant. He he had everybody figured out. Right. He he wore you know if you were paired with Tiger on Sunday and he was right there leading or right right there closing in and that red shirt, he messed with your psyche. He was good at what he did. Oh, there's no doubt about that. People, I mean, people trembled at the name of Tiger yeah. Woods. When they saw the red shirt, they're like, oh, you know, yeah. it's like the like red Tiger's shirt. Tiger's coming for me. Yeah, exactly. So he doesn't have that anymore. Right. He's more like a Tiger Cub than a Tiger. <laughs> it, it's, you know, it's it's not it's not all in the same. But in saying that, this weekend, the British Open, and uh, one Mr. Jordan Spieth is going for the Grand Slam. Yes, he is. Uh, but it's not going to be easy. No, no, uh, not at all. Is he the clear-cut favorite? Absolutely, hands down. He's the favorite. Uh, many of the sports books have him as the big favorite, obviously with uh, Rory McIlroy not being able to compete due to his injury. That makes Jordan Spieth even a bigger favorite. So, you know, this past weekend, Jordan Spieth competed in the John Deere Classic. He won the event in a playoff. A lot of people criticized him for that. They criticized him for playing in the event. I disagree. I disagree, too. I say the more golf, the better. Right. Number Keep one, practice. keeps you, keeps you practice. Yeah. A lot of people say, no, you need to take the week off before a big major. Now, a lot of people do, but right. that doesn't necessarily make it a rule. But in his defense, as a stand-up guy that he is, because he's proven that he is a stand-up guy. Yes. He already committed to this tournament because he was a past champion. He loved playing there. He said, I will play. He stayed true to his commitment, and he won in a playoff against Tom Gillis. It was a a good round. You know, he ended up winning, I think it was the second or third playoff hole that he won. Uh, You know, good for him. I'm glad he stuck to his word. I'm glad he competed. And not only was that good for the game of golf, that the potential number one player in the world and the hottest man on the tour is playing in the John Deere Classic before the British Open, that's saying something. 
Tiger Woods wouldn't have played in the John Deere Classic. Phil Mickelson wouldn't have played in the John Deere Classic. Well, Phil's a good guy too. But I, he might have. I'm just, I'm just, you know, more and less. Most of the time, you don't see big name golfers playing in these tournaments before a big tournament, right? And no, and you're right about that. Your point is definitely well taken. So, so in saying that, not only did he win the John Deere Classic while we were away, uh, Ricky Fowler went overseas a little earlier. He picked up the win in the Scottish Open. Mm-hmm. He's trying to do what Phil did in 2013, win the Scottish Open and try to win the British Open. I like what he did as well. I like what he did too. I mean, there was those greens were long, and Fowler showed that he could he could hit them. I mean, right? You know, you've got you've got the thing that you can look at it here is you can look at it as someone who can adapt to these course conditions, which clearly Ricky Fowler can. Um, and so can Jordan Spieth. One of those two guys is going to win the British Open. I mean, not one of those two necessarily, but someone like that. You know, like a like a Spieth, like a Fowler, someone who's used to it too, like an Ustazen or a Johnson and Adam Scott or a Brant Snedeker and, or a Jason Day. And to that point, uh, guys like Dustin Johnson, even though he had a, a collapse at the end, mm-hmm. and Jordan Spieth, they were talking how the U.S. Open played like a Lynx-type course. Right. And that's so, why I think the, the yeah, results are going to mimic. I, I think they can. You'll see the same guys towards the top, I believe. I think you're going to see your Spieth, your Johnson, your Fowler. Uh, if he was in the field, you would see Rory up there. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be a competitive tournament. Uh, Doc actually was surprised. We were doing a little show prep, uh, and he didn't even know Tiger Woods was in it. I, I didn't know Tiger was even playing. <laughs> he goes, wait a minute, Tiger's in the field? I was, I'm I, like, I was like, really? Do you think he's going to win? I was like, yeah, win? he's in the field. Uh, I, what, are, what are the odds that he, he doesn't make the cut? I'm telling you. Odds. He may not, he may not make the first cut. I don't think he'll I, make the cut. I disagree. You you think he'll make the cut? I think he makes the weekend. You think he makes the weekend? I do. Well, not to not no disrespect, but you've also like you you worship Tiger too. So. Now, now wait a minute. Yeah, I wouldn't it, say I worship on, Tiger. On on your bed uh, up above your bed next to the Tony Stewart and the Brad Paisley, there there's a photo of Tiger Woods too. I mean, we that's I, true. I disagree. There is not a photo of Tiger Woods <laughs> above a lot of ceiling my ceiling room in your bedroom. <laughs> I do not worship Tiger Woods. You I mean, like somewhere him. there's got to be a mirror in there as well. <laughs> That's directly I, above him. I do like him. Don't get me wrong, but I don't worship Tiger Woods. I mean, it, it took it took Brandon and I forever to to finally get in your brain that Tiger wasn't going to be the Tiger he was going to be. I mean, so I was slow to the, the <laughs> you were slow to, to the, the punchline punchline. But <laughs> hey. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> so, so with that, who do you think wins? Give me your top three. Uh, I think my top three. You got to go with Spieth. You can't in this day and age in a major. The last year's performance, you can't you can't not put Jordan Spieth. In Absolutely. There. You know, I I got to put Adam Scott. I think has a great chance. Right. Um, and I'm gonna go with uh, with Usdazen. I'm Louis. Now, now, one thing I did put on my notes, and I don't I don't expect this man to win. Okay. I do expect him to make the top 10. All right? I think you're going to see a surprise appearance by Luke Donald in the top 10. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I've I've kind I of I can see it. I've kind of felt like Luke Donald, he plays these courses well. He does. And he does. I I think that Luke Donald 
is gonna. I think you're gonna see a surprise entrance by him. You know, kind of like the Royal Rumble. You don't know who's gonna make it. Is there gonna be? Is is the Undertaker coming back? Is Hulk Hogan gonna come back? I think you're gonna see Luke Donald make make a top ten appearance in, in this in this Open. All right, I'll, I'll go with Jordan Spieth as well. I think there's no denying that he's the hottest thing in golf going today. Uh, give me Louis Oosthuizen as well. I think that's a good pick, and he's also been a uh, a uh, Highly regarded pick in the betting lines. He's been up there in the betting lines as well. And I'll take Ricky Fowler. I mean, coming off the Scottish Open win, uh, I think he's got some momentum. He's over there. He's getting accustomed not only to the to the courses over there, but he's also getting accustomed to the time change too. That also plays into to your hand too. You know, he's been there a little longer. He's well accustomed to the time difference. So I'll go with Ricky Fowler as well. So. Uh, it should be a good good one. The British Open is always interesting. It's very challenging. A lot of wind, very windy, uh, a lot of straight line winds, uh, and very interesting for sure. So when we get back from this break, uh, give us a call on the Oxmore Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line. That's 502-384-1450. Tell us who you think is going to win the British Open, or tell us, you know, how you think Tiger is going to do? All that and more, and we're going to talk a little NFL. That's next right here. Triple Threat Talk, 1450 The Sports Buzz, WXVW. We'll be right back. Golf's no different from hockey. Requires talent, self-discipline. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You should talk to my neighbor, the accountant, probably a great golfer, huge ass. And welcome back here on Triple Threat Talk. Postmaster Jones, Jimmy Biggers, along with the Doc, Gary Lockard. Uh, Doc, that was a, an interesting uh, bring back. That was that was unexpected. That was totally unexpected. That was good. I like that. I mean, I know I was eating a cookie and not really paying attention last segment, but you did talk golf to him, right? Correct? Yeah, you're right. That okay. was like two heard, segments ago. No, I'm I thought kidding. I heard two. I thought, well, I couldn't remember which cookie I was on at the time. <laughs> I thought that was Tiger Woods you were talking about. I thought I could swear a Tiger's name. Yeah, I may have been wrong. You did. That was you a did. new Tiger. I was also texting at the time as well. So. Oh, so he was texting, cooking, and boarding all there at the you same go. time. That's right. He's a master task. And a 5% of that entire master equation was listening. Multitasker. <laughs> yes, there you go. I'm listening now, though. That's good. That's good. That's I'm glad good. to hear that because we no, are going to talk. I see my keys jingled, and then you lost my attention. So if we, we, if we want to talk to you about some NFL stuff, you'll be able to chime in, right? Uh huh. What you talking to me? Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm in NFL. Yes, sir. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, if we, it's something I don't agree with, then I'll definitely chime in and, and tell well, you why you're you, wrong. Well, then pay attention because we're about to talk NFL. That's everybody's favorite topic. Okay, I'm paying attention. All right. I only got right. a little half my cookie and, left. And by the way, if you're out there listening, you want to put your two cents in. Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzz Line three eight four fourteen fifty. We got several prizes for you tonight. We know it's the slowest sports night of the year. We get that. We're trying to give you guys some good quality option to listen to in case you're bored with the ESPYs. Once again, that's the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzz Line 384-1450. So NFL today. So Des Bryant yeah. gets a little pay action. Five years, $70 million. Good for, night. 45 guaranteed. $20 million signing bonus, not, not to mention. Uh, the Broncos' Demarius Thomas... Five years, $70 million, $43.5 million guaranteed. It makes him the richest contract 
in franchise history. So he's making more money than Peyton Manning. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so in nice. so in saying that, now is that total or by year? That's not yearly though. No, no, it's it's forty three point five million guaranteed. Okay, because Manning was only like a what a one year one year each deal. He's only signed a one year two year. Deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So of these two deals, Doc. Uh, which one do you think is the better move of the two, and which one do you think uh, which team benefits more than the other? I think I think Des Bryant is the better move, and the reason I think that is because what you and I were talking about earlier. I mean, you brought it up. Without Des Bryant, the Cowboys are down to no receivers. So I think I think he's the better option. I, I I think that that's the better move to make sure you clear up Des Bryant. Make sure you get him to sign. Yeah, basically because if if they do not sign Des Bryant, then their number one receiving target will be Terrence Williams. And, and that's and, a significant downgrade from Des Bryant, Des Bryant to Terrence Williams. For one dollar. Where did Terrence Williams go to college? And if you do say Louisville, you're getting kicked in the uh, place where your <laughs> sun don't shine. Des Bryant went to college. Where? No, he wants to know where Terrence Williams Terrence went to college. Williams. Oh, where Terrence Williams went to college. Love of God, if you can't tell me Des Bryant's <laughs> college, then I'm giving up all hope in Terrence Williams' case. Terrence or... Williams. I'm just going to go. Are you trying to mouth it to him, Jimmy? I can't see. No, 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 no. no, no. no we're both going to take a guess. Yeah, because okay. I, I don't um, know, so I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess William and Mary. That is incorrect. For a quarter, can you tell me where Des Bryant went to college? Uh, No. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, what mic is he on three? Okay, that's muted. Jimmy, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Terrence Williams went to... This is actually not a tough one, but it's a good one. But Des Bryant, come on now. T- uh, Terrence Williams went to... Get that Google machine going. USC, I guess. I don't know. No, Terrence Williams went to Baylor. 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 Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Des, yeah, there we go. Along with Kendall Wright was on the same team and Josh Gordon. And Des Bryant, Jimmy... Uh, me, sir, what uh, you want to take a guess on Des Bryant, where he spent his college before being unceremoniously kicked out because of having dinner with Deion Sanders? Uh, you should know this, Deion Sanders. I come on, this. well, he only played one year. With uh, Deion Sanders went to Florida State. No, no, and that's I, a I, hint. I'm talk- it's not Des Bryant's I, I, university. I, I, I'm, I'm just teasing you. I, I know where Des Bryant went to. School. Yeah, you and I, no, I didn't look. I was looking up Terrence Williams. Yeah, I'm I was, sure you can you check are. my history on the break. I don't want to see. I, I was history. looking at. He, he went to Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's correct, Oklahoma State. I, I, I'm just teasing. I, I swear, though, I was looking up Terrence Williams. Yes, he I did. He did sure. go to Oklahoma State. I've got Terrence Williams up right there. Do I or do I not? I like how yeah. Jimmy's like confirming it as if like, yeah, I didn't I mean, know already. He's like, yes, he did go to Oklahoma State. He went State. to Oklahoma State. <laughs> that's because so. I just looked it up. <laughs> he looked it up. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have to look it up for either one of them. I just I had to know. think. I don't like him, so I don't I, care where he went to college. I, I, just had, <laughs> I, I just had to think for a second. I just had to think for a minute. That's so, all I had to do. So, so Trevor, let me ask you then: uh, which yes. which do you think is the better deal for which team, and which team does this help more than the other? A, I was thought I was going to get a trivia question, so I'm disappointed now. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll try to come up with one and click and get back with you a bit. Uh, two, I think uh, in terms of better deal, Cowboys because of uh, I believe I liked. I mean, I don't like the Cowboys. I despise the Cowboys. I would would spit on the grave the Cowboys as an Eagles fan, but. Des Bryant is the better long-term talent. So when you're dealing, talking about both players getting similar deals, at least in terms of the years, uh, the Cowboys are the better winners. They needed him more than than uh, the, the the Broncos needed Demarius Thomas. But you could bring in, you could make a move, or even have a lesser named 
a wide receiver lineup, not to the degree where you'd be thirteen and three and maybe a Super Bowl, obviously a Super Bowl champion or, or a contender, but at least a contender in general with Peyton Manning at quarterback. Here's your Ro- trivia. Romo is not doing that. Here's your trivia, trivia question. Romo is Eastern Washington. That's what here's, you're going to ask. Here's your trivia question. Maris Thomas went to Hawaii. No, no, that no. is incorrect. How many Maris touchdowns Thomas? did Des Bryant have his sophomore year of college? Oh, you're right. He went to Central Florida. No. No, where'd he, he go then? He went. You sure he didn't go to Hawaii? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he went to Georgia Tech. Oh, you're correct. He played with Calvin Johnson. Yeah. I stand corrected. Now, what was my trivia question? In in 2008, his sophomore year, how many touchdowns did Des Bryant have at Oklahoma State? Uh, I'll say five. Nineteen. Wow. <laughs> you, you so, was that sophomore year he got kicked out of school? It, well, it says 2008, so I'm assuming that would be his sophomore year. He only played three years. Well, so, then he had been a junior when he got kicked out if he played three years. Yeah, he got kicked out his junior year because he only had four okay, touchdowns. so he did play a full sophomore That's, that's that new math. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the public school system. No child left behind. <laughs> no child left behind. Exactly. Uh, so a big defensive contract. Justin Houston of the Kansas City Chiefs, six-year, one hundred and one million dollars, fifty-two point five million dollars guaranteed. This is the richest contract in Kansas City Chief history. It also make him makes him the highest-paid linebacker in NFL history. And the second largest contract by a defensive flair to behind who? J.J. Watt? No. That's what I thought. That's what, that's that's what, what Gary thought. thought I was no. kind of zoned out during I, the question, but I saw I heard was... Uh, highest paid defenseman? He's the second yeah. largest uh, you, you paid defensive not, player not behind J.J. Watt? You, you will never guess it. it it's, somebody, it's somebody who, you when you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, but you think it's J.J. Watt because he's the $100 million man. He no. just signed the other deal. It, uh, whom, whom it may n- be. No to can sue. And oh, Dominic Sue. That's right. Yeah, just signed the six years, year, yeah. 114 million with the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah I should have guessed that because his contract was actually after J.J. Watts. Absolutely. Now, Whoever the newest contract is of the biggest stars is going to be the biggest. Now here's the bizarre or one. Or in that area. What was the, what's the most you would pay for a kicker per year? Like. I mean, per year? Yeah, yeah, per, well, per, year. per year. Well, per not including if he's franchise tagged, which would put him probably around seven million. Uh, I don't know. I'd say three or four million, depending on the good, if it's a good kicker. Yeah, okay. easily. Maybe, cool. maybe more. Maybe closer to six well, or seven. What about maybe the fourth or fifth best kicker in the NFL? Two or three million, maybe four. Two or three million. Still, yeah, that's in that He's area. pretty close. He's pretty. <laughs> he's pretty close. Stephen Gostowski of the Patriots signed a four-year, seventeen million dollar yeah. contract. Uh, kickers that, are. Yeah. I mean, listen, they, they can be the butt of a lot of jokes, but a very, very important cog and overlooked cog in, in winning oh, a football. Oh, very much so. Very much. Not so. only just in field position, but in just kicking field goals. I Unless mean, your name's Mike Vanderjet and you have Peyton Manning as a quarterback. Yeah. So he's he's roughly <laughs> making a little about. About four point two million a year. So I can see that, yeah. He's, he's not the best kicker in the NFL, he's but he's making or, he's, he's making top, top five, five money. Yeah. yeah, I agree he's with that. He's making top five money. Who's, Who's the highest paid kicker in the NFL? Who is the highest paid kicker in the NFL right now? Mm. Uh, wouldn't it be Gostowski? I'm not sure. We'll have to look that one up. I, I, I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, we'll have to do that. On the it break. could be Gostowski. Could I, be. I would think Vinatieri would be up there. Is he Vin- up there? I, pretty I would high. Think Vinatieri would be up there. I would think. I mean, back in the Bill Dawson, Bill Dawson, but I, I don't know if not so much anymore. Maybe, maybe. I mean, Goskowski is at four point five million. Okay. Uh, per year. Next is uh, should have been guest Janikowski at three point. Oh yeah, yeah Janikowski. Uh, yeah. Then Oakland. Robbie Gold at three point seven. Uh, Josh Scobie at three point four. Dan Bailey three point two. Dan Bailey's another good one. Uh, yes, he is. I think he's the Mason best. Mason Crosby. Where's he at on the list? 
Mason Crosby is 2.4. Oh, okay. The, yeah, he's a pretty good kicker, too. I like Mason Crosby. By the way, the lady friend is... is the, know, lady yeah, friend. the lady friend. The lady friend is good friends with um, with Amanda Maste, who is uh, married to uh, Tim Maste. Who went to where? Um, I, I believe I believe he's a wildcat. I think so. I think you're I right. Think, I think he's a wildcat. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Along correct. with Randall Cobb, who is probably one of the best. I mean, I'm no disrespect to Calvin Johnson or anybody like that, but I I think Randall Cobb's one of the better a- pure athletes in the NFL. I I don't think there's any mistaking that. Some of the things that he does. I mean, his first game, his first play in the NFL is a touchdown. I mean, come on. <laughs> True, very true. <laughs> so, so, so if you were, if you were, uh, say, uh, starting your own NFL franchise and you had to choose between Des Bryant or Demarius Thomas, who would you Des go with? Bryant. I'm going Des Bryant. Yeah, me too. I go Des. I'm Bryant. going Des Bryant. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Absolutely, I, I agree too. I, I think, I think the Cowboys. You know, they would have been silly to let him go. Uh, he did have some leverage, in my opinion, though. Uh, because if he had of not signed, he could have set out the first couple of games, still been signed, and the Cowboys could have been zero and two, and Dez still could have got his money. No, he would have been franchise tag. Yeah, he would right. If he well, didn't no, sign, if he didn't, by, if if he he didn't, didn't sign, sign an extension though. by today, <clears throat> excuse me, if he didn't sign a long term deal by today because he had already been franchise tagged, he then he would have to play all season with the one year franchise tag and couldn't sign an extension. Until the end of the year, right? But he could have set out a couple games. And oh, he still... could have set out, but it wouldn't have got paid. And, and right. that's yeah. kind of like what Jason Pierre-Paul is unfortunately going to go through here in the next couple. Of yeah, years. If you're he... Des Bryant. You don't want to do yeah. that. I mean, if you don't want to go into, yeah, you're going to make 14 million on a franchise tag for the one season, but then if you get injured during this year, you don't make squat after. So that's you. You had to get this deal if you're Des Bryant. I mean, you kind of had to have this deal done by today. Which... I mean, it, you could have gone and risked it by going into it. You know, like I said, a season was a one-year deal, but you don't want to risk that with injury, especially wide receiver. Which, you know, is is a weird thing, too, because even though it's not going to come to fruition now, but the last couple of days, the, the collusion the collusion talk between the Broncos and the Cowboys, I, I, I didn't understand that because, I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty smart guy. But it's, it's it's because the agents were playing. You have two different agents, and they're, one of them wants to be the higher-paid wide receiver. Right. So. It's a lot like that's why there's a, a, a pay scale in the draft because you want before there was a pay scale in the draft, you basically waited until the number one pick signed. And when the number one pick signed, then you just kind of work your way down in terms of the value. At Des Bryant and Demarius Thomas are both about in the eyes of probably most people are very A1, A1, B ish in terms of their talent they bring to the table. I prefer Des, everyone else here does, but in, in, in the generalization of it, they're pretty, very similar head and head. So. I'm sure one agent's saying, hey, Demarius Thomas is going to get, you know, 80 million, 90 million from the Broncos. Well, then Des Bryant, talking, being Des Bryant's agent, needs to be telling the Cowboys, well, my guy deserves 80, 90 million. So the collusion was being that the Cowboys, and supposedly the Cowboys and Broncos were trying to lowball something similar that happened in baseball in the late 80s amongst owners, including Bud Selig being one of the guys that did it. They were lowballing their free agents to lower the market, therefore gaining them more money. Now, here's the thing, and we're going to talk about this on the other end, a little bit of a trailer. A little bit of a teaser, I should say. Why I don't think there was collusion. Why I don't think there was. Coming up after the break here on Triple Threat Talk, WXVW.
Jimmy, you're no good. You're no good. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to comment on that. I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor's on fire behind the behind the glass tonight. He always is, but tonight especially. That time I was at least uh, caught up with the relevance of the discussion coming up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because uh, who else was up to no good was the Cowboys the and Cow- uh, the well, Broncos. You know, su- supposedly. Supposedly. I, allegedly. Allegedly. I'm sorry, and, but Linda Ronstadt said they were no good. <laughs> and Linda Ronstadt <laughs> does not lie. That's true. Linda Ronstadt ne- never lies. Um, I... Sorry, there's some noise going on in the in the in the studio, and it's distracting me right now. Um, we've got a um, you know I, I don't think it was collusion because and even then people act like collusion is a bad thing. Have you ever paid anyone under the table? No. Have you? I, well, no, not necessarily. Are you but, sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Positive. Why would I pay anyone under the table? That's true. You don't have any kids, so, so you wouldn't pay a babysitter. Yeah, I wouldn't pay a babysitter or anything like and that. And you've always worked. I at know, an actual yeah. legit place. Yeah. So you say. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's a front. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, have you ever paid like anybody under over the counter or uh, under the table? Over the counter. Over the wow. counter. <laughs> have you ever paid anybody under the table? I've paid under the table for over the counter prescription. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yes, I of course I have. Yes. So the he, here's the here's the thing. That's collusion. And in essence, when you are undergoing when you are taking out a third party out of the equation, that's collusion, and in that case, you'd be taking the United States government out of the out of the equation. Well, but collusion's exact definition Let, is secret or illegal corporation or conspiracy, especially in order to cheat or decide, uh, deceive uh, others. I mean, so I may be deceiving the government, yeah, but I don't think I'm the government. I'm not conspiring for it. It's not no. completely illegal. You're, you're not. You're not conspiring at all. But if you I are, pay someone to mow my lawn and they don't claim it on their taxes, they're conspiracy. They're, 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 they're collusion yeah. against not me. So it's a so. But you are you are enabling that though by not having them fill out a 1099. Now that's not a bad thing. I'm not judging you. My my thing is collusion happens all the time. For sale by owner houses, guess what? That's collusion. That's a legal form of collusion. And while you're in the bathroom, me and Jimmy talked about getting you off the show. Yeah, that's, that's collusion. collusion. That's collusion. So, you know, the the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, people act like collusion is a bad thing. Yes, it's against the law. Yes, some forms of collusion are against the law. And Colin Coward has an interesting point. He said... That's a shock. Yeah, I know. I like Colin. I, I like Colin. I, I think he's an entertaining guy. I think I, I think he brings a lot of fresh points to... You know, he's kind of like us. You know, we're not afraid to we're not afraid to say stuff on the air. You know, uh, earlier today talking about the Caitlyn Jenner thing. You know that I wasn't afraid to say that. I'm because it's the truth. You know, and he he brought up some good points about the, about collusion. You know, it, it's not like you're always. It, it's not like it's always a bad thing. You know, it, it, it's. You know, business deals are collusion. Certain some type of business deals. If Those you're, if are you're, bad. The word deceiving, misleading, and defrauding are in the it, definition. They, they are in the definition. Give yes. me a good example of when to buy the definition of collusion against something illegal or therefore secretive to limit open competition by deceiving, misleading, or defrauding is in good way. I'm not anytime. saying it's a good way. I'm just saying people want to do it. People, it, okay. it, it, it's it's one of the things that people like to not like people to do, but will do. Too, but I wouldn't well, say it's a good it, it's thing. It's like one of the people. Well, well it depends on who. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it, it's but one of the I, things. Would you that, give me an example of when collusion is good? I, I'm not saying it's good. What I am trying to say 
is that people will enter into collusion willingly. That is what I'm saying. I don't think that this was collusion willingly by any steam, by the Des Bryant and Demaris Thomas situation. I don't think was a willingly going into collusion. And here's why. Why why do the Cowboys care? Now I know the agents might care. But why would the why would the players union try to file against the teams instead of the agents if they were but, trying to get their if they were trying to get the players more money no, for any time of the way? The agents wanted more. The, the, the agents the, wanted the, more the money because they get more money. The teams was to lowball the was players. Was to lowball the players. But exactly. The, but, but that's bad. That's <laughs> that's bad. But, but at the same, it doesn't matter because because it didn't happen. It didn't happen, it and didn't the deal happen. is done. So yeah, exactly. it doesn't matter. It's but moot they point. were talking about this collusion, and I'm sitting right. here like I don't think it's collusion, anyways. I I just don't. Well, it it I, doesn't I matter it now. Collusion. It's yeah, done and over. Done with. The deals over. are made. Yeah. I mean, if it was, it was. If it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't. It, it I can't tell there was collusion amongst some teams. I wouldn't you, trust either one uh, of them. Among, as far as I could throw either one of you amongst them teams, amongst those. teams. Well, you could probably throw me pretty far. So I don't know if you really want to say yeah. I'm mostly lower body strength. Oh, uh, okay. Bazinga. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, we can move on. You know what? Speaking of speaking of breaking and you know, skirting the law, I guess. I guess it's a good time as any to bring up Florida State. <laughs> it's getting it's getting to be every week. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, can we Trevor, can we get some like music and then be is like there, Is there a Florida State song? Like a Florida State song <laughs> where we can like that way every week we we know we're gonna talk something Florida State. So every time we hear this music, we know it's time for Florida State. <laughs> if if you were Jimbo Fisher, if, if you were and this is for both of you. If you were Jimbo Fisher, what exactly would you be telling your players right now? Besides, no, go- we know he's on the record telling his club after the after the De- Dalvin Cook thing, which I don't think Dalvin Cook is guilty. I, you know, you got to say allegedly, anyways, but I don't think Dalvin Cook is guilty in this situation. No, I don't either. I think based off the evidence that we yeah. have, and you, well, you went into the day. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There you go. There's your Florida State music right there. That's what I'm talking about. You, you went go into, on, continue. You, you went into the day thinking that Dalvin Cook might have done this. You went into the day thinking it. Well, I mean, with the track record, yeah, with the track record that Florida of State has had. I mean, yeah. crab legs, <laughs> hitting women in bars on video camera. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of uh, getting, inappropriate getting, actions taking up place. up on the table and shouting obscenities. Yeah, for absolutely. Reason. I mean, there's been a lot of things that have happened. Really, of all the things you want to bring up, James Winston, you leave off the fact he sexually assaulted a woman. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, well, I think that kind of trumps that, that Trump stealing crab legs. <laughs> I mean, I guess because we find the crab legs to be kind of funny. The, the crab legs and then are the fact hilarious. that when they came to Louisville, they went to Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. Know. <laughs> so that infamous photo i know um but you know it, it's one of those things i don't think dalvin cook is guilty and it, it's it, his lawyer issued this statement this is not clean there are no clean there are conflicting statements the woman and her dad and he goes on to say his her dad was not there at the incident identified dalvin after being shown social media pictures of dalvin First of all, if you're bringing social media into a criminal investigation of this magnitude, seriously, what's wrong with you? Well, any evidence is evidence, well, though. Well, any evidence even is if evidence. It's, even if it's a photo on your phone. But here's the thing. So, like, if I have, wait a minute. So, if I have a picture on my phone 
that shows Trevor in a criminal act. I you're telling me if I take it to the police, good chance there is probably. <laughs> <laughs> if I take it to the police and turn it in, you're telling me because I'm using social media, or if I tweet a picture of like, oh look, there's Trevor if, trying to break into the thrift store. If you you're know. if you're if you're tweeting a picture of the actual crime, then yes, I agree with you. Now, if you're tweeting, if you're using social media for a picture identification of somebody, now that's a little because I have I, for example, on my social media but, account. But if uh, I was on, there on my social media account, I've got a picture of Megatron. Does that mean Gary Locker is Megatron? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean y- that. You wish, yeah, but it continue. doesn't. I it, it it doesn't mean that at all. So you know, it says if there, you know. When you're going in, it says some random people. He also says, he also said social media pictures of Dalvin and some random people. So it's not just Dalvin. It's quote unquote okay, random people. But, but but if they have the photo on his phone, regardless. It's not his phone. It's his social media account, which by the way, I have photos of, not, of people who aren't me also on my social media account. But if it's his social media account, that means whatever was taken or put on that social media account he put it on there. He put Some, it on there. But somebody that else, him. somebody he, else didn't get on his phone unless they hacked it and put these photos on his but phone. But that doesn't he matter. He had to have put these photos no, on his phone, and that's fine. What you're not, I don't think you're understanding what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to no, say. No, I understand what you're just saying. Just because, just oh. because somebody's photo is on Dalvin Cook's website doesn't make them Dalvin Cook. Is what I'm saying. I have a picture of my friend Mitch on Facebook. Does that mean Gary Lockard is Mitch? No, it means Mitch's photo is okay. on my account. That's what that means. Okay, and you put it there. Yeah, and I put it there. So the question, so the question is not her him. father right. or her dad right. put that photo there. Maybe. He's not. What do you mean maybe? It's his social media account. <laughs> no. you can't, Now you're backtracking. No, I'm not. You are. I'm saying Dalvin Cook. Okay, here's what the attorney said of Dalvin Cook. Identified Dalvin after being shown social media pictures of Dalvin and some random people okay he couldn't so, identify the other ones he couldn't identify the other ones so, so but the fact of the matter is down her this woman's father was not present at the incident so how, you, what position is he in to i'm not identify saying Dalvin he's Cook? in a position as far as that goes right. but if he knows who he is and he has a picture of him on his social media page Every, no, everyone his, knows who dalvin cook is. not everybody well not everybody but uh, but if he has a picture of him on his social media page that's his page he put it on there i could take a picture of like 10 people standing in a room right. i may not be able to identify eight of them but the other two i can right. does that mean well i don't just because i don't know everybody in that picture the picture's invalid no I know a couple people in the in the photo. Okay, we're going to agree to disagree on that one because that is that is contextually incorrect anyway. No, it's not. But anyways, if I put the picture on my personal social media page right. and I'm the one that posted on there whether it's Twitter, Facebook, whatever, yada okay. yada, and I don't know everybody in the picture but I know some and I can identify some. Right. Okay. Just like with this gentleman here. Now, I agree. I don't think he did it. Right. But if the dad says, I have a picture of Dalvin Cook on my social media page, I can identify him. Okay, I believe him. But I, I, he, not from the incident. That's what the thing is saying. If they are, his, her father is claiming. Maybe they've hang out in the past. I don't, maybe. I don't, that would be kind of weird. Somebody's dad hanging out with a No, not the dad, kid. the daughter. No, okay. But 
the the thing that I'm saying is weird is why is the father trying to identify a man who he doesn't know? He's That's looking what out, I'm saying. He's looking out for his kid. Yeah, but, but that is also called perjury if you're lying under an investigation. If you're lying to them under an investigation, but he's giving them a photo on his social media page. Okay, that's fine. If they're if he's giving her, if he's giving them a photo. He's, he's going that's fine. But by if he's what? attesting, if he's attesting that he was at the incident, that is he's not attesting. Inter- he's at the sure, incident. He did. He said. He said that I can identify this man who was at the incident. That's now, only going was, based off what it, he was told. That's based off what the lawyer was told on the circumstances right. from both the defense and the prosecution and the police witness and investigation. That is all the... So this girl's father thinks that he was present at this event and he was not. Okay, well, either way, if he's so, not present or if, he's if he not is... Present, he cannot truthfully identify Dev, why, Dalvin Cook as not? being there. But if he has him on a photo on his social media account, of course he can. No, not if, not if, that, not if that was taken... Not at the play, not at the bar that this happened. But if 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 I have a picture, if I have a photo of of, of Dalvin Cook, say I have a photo of Dalvin Cook on my phone. Let's just say I do. All right, and I put it at somewhere as, you know, here's Dalvin Cook at WXVW. All right, if I have that, all right, and and that picture is really taken in front of Fox Studios, I am lying. Well, of course you are. I am lying. But he's not. I'm, what I'm saying is, if he has a picture of him on his social media page, right. he can identify him by said picture. I don't have a problem with it. I I have a huge problem with it. I mean, it's it's just because it's just because it could be a shared photo. It could be somebody else. I can I can but, have a photo but, of Britney Spears on my phone. And know that that's Britney Spears, knowing that I've never actually seen Britney Spears. Exactly. You have photos of famous yeah. people on your phone. Yeah. I have fam- photos of famous people yeah. on my phone. But, but I can admit it. Bedroom I can, ceiling. Huh? I said, and bedroom ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can identify them by photo. That's right. what he was saying. He, he, he can he, identify them. He said that he was identified. Now, however, he was asked if he was present at the incident. Yes. He cannot say that he was present at the incident because he wasn't there. But he's identifying by photo. So, but Photo. Okay, but photo. And you have to agree with this statement, and this is what I've been trying to say. Photo doesn't necessarily mean he was there. I'm it not saying he okay. was there or he there wasn't. There we go. I'm saying he can have the photo and identify this person, which you're saying he can't. I, I'm saying that he can't identify the photo. He can. Okay. We agree All to right. disagree. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. We might continue more of this. <laughs> A uh, conversation involving Dalvin Cook and whether this kid's father can identify or not identify. I don't know. But uh, stay tuned. Final segment, Triple Threat Talk, 1450 The Sports Buzz, WXVW. We'll be right back. Back here on Criminal Justice Talk, <laughs> no Triple Threat Talk. Uh, Trevor, rocking and rolling with the uh, with the uh, good music back there from the soundboard. I tell you, he he's putting things together that I couldn't even put together. Like that's crazy. He's smart. I mean, I could have put that together, but the Brad Paisley thing, no. I mean, I, I, mean, I didn't know we were doing uh, criminal talk. I would have gone a different direction. He should have gone. Like- 
I'm yes, there we go. <laughs> I'm sorry to start humming this. The scene in Ted Two when they do this, when they when they're doing the like they're doing their own music. To let's the, just, to the let's just take up the whole hallway while we have our discussion talking down this hallway. <laughs> so getting well, wait, back to well, what's the what's the what's the password? Say it. What? What's the password? To what? Tattoo. Tattoo. Yeah. What? Fresh cakes. Fresh cakes. Fresh cakes. Pretty much. So uh, we we were talking uh, Florida State. Uh, criminal the, you? Uh, yeah, criminal. The maybe they should change their name to the Florida State Criminals if, let, instead let, of the Seminoles, <laughs> right? Let me, let me ask you something. Well, they're already free shoe university, so. It, it, <laughs> oh no! If, I, that's that's a spur of your reference. Yeah, I, I, I got that. that. Yeah. If if you take criminal justice at Florida State at Florida State, is that like an oxymoron? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I broke Trevor. I think any <laughs> class you take in Florida State for that, and as an athlete, might be an oxymoron. <laughs> Absolutely, the term "student athletes" in Florida State—they oh, have those there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, what would you what would you do if you were in Jimbo Fisher's? I, even though I think Dalvin Cook in this case is innocent, I don't. I I think the facts don't mix up. I think the statements don't mix up. I I or don't match you mean up. Add I, up. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any of this adds up. You know, but I still think that the best move is throwing him off the team because you've already got so much controversy going on at Florida State. Can you really afford to have somebody who's under investigation? And like I said, it's alleged. And personally, I don't think he did anything here. I don't think so. But I, I think it's still the right move. You can disagree with him whether or not he did it. But while he's under investigation... I don't think there's any question whether or not that it's the right move suspending him. Well, uh, I agree. I think he should either a be suspended or b kicked off the team. Well, kicked off the team sounds a little too permanent. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, you had this last incident. Yeah, it was yes, on video. That's on video. Uh, and he was kicked off the team. Now he recently he came out. I believe it was yesterday. He was on the Good Morning America with Michael Strahan, and he apologized for you know striking the woman. He said, now, you know, I should have walked away. I shouldn't have done it. But, of course, now he was unceremoniously kicked off the team. And I, I think the same should be done here. I mean, Jimbo Fisher needs to do something more than to say, okay, guys, no more buys. Can't go in any more buys. You know, you got to do nice, – Nice Boston accent right there. <laughs> you know, so well, you got to – Fisher's from Boston. <laughs> no, I'm just – I'm just no, no. He's from Boston. I, no, he no, – he, he He's was doing a, a Boston guy. accent. He was doing a that was that was what I took as a Boston accent. Yeah, but why? But Jimbo Fisher. Uh, I don't I'm know. Just, He's from like Louisiana. I when, think when, <laughs> when when somebody talks like bars or cars or whatever, I just yeah, think Boston. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think Boston. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no more bars. You know, he's got to do something more than that. I yeah, I applaud him for that. Yeah. But I don't think it's enough. I mean. These kids can still get into trouble without going to the bar. Yeah, I mean, they can go around shooting a BB gun on campus like like another university 70 miles south. Or, or Cook has already been accused and, and found guilty of doing a year ago at Florida State. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it, he's got to do something. He needs to wrangle this team in before it's too late. Right, and, you know, what do you think, Trevor? Do you think, do you think this is a – do you think – even though, even though it's it's right now, it's highly doubtful that Dalvin Cook did this, and I I am saying that so that way we can't get in any trouble. And I truthfully believe I don't think he did anything here in this specific case. But do you think it's the right move for him to be thrown off the team right now just because of all the controversy going on? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. At this point, yeah, you you've already shown that you can brush the. He won't because if, if, if history shows what Florida State does best, they brush the the the, the starters under the their troubles under the, the the rug and let them continue to play or maybe give them a one hat one quarter suspension just a slap on the wrist for to show a little bit of face and then the backup quarterbacks or backup players who don't have a chance at probably playing get kicked off the team. If they follow their usual trend of things, then he won't get kicked off, but he should be kicked off. I agree. He should be kicked off. I mean, I know we had video with the DeAndre, DeAndre Johnson incident. There was video. It was, you know, clear cut and dry there. And we don't have any kind of video or photo uh, in this alleged incident here. But if you're going to hold, like Trevor said, a precedent, and if you're going to uh, measure the law as you had in the past, he's got to go. You you I, get you got to kick him off the team, uh, or what's or the contingent that he can come back. Or if this is false. It's going to be Ray Rice all over again, right? But you because can, you're you're going to have all that, you know, in the NFL with you had the uh, abuse with several several players, not just Ray Rice. You had Greg Hardy and others, and there was so much differential in suspensions and the you know penalties yeah. and this that and the other. You don't want that to happen again. Absolutely you, not. So I think the best course in this action, uh, best course of action, I should say, is for him to be kicked off the team. You know, But I would put the contingent on there, obviously, if, if it comes back and he didn't I, do anything or he's proven innocent, you can come back and but, play for us. But as Trevor noted a while ago, he's already been in trouble with, with the law but in the past. Cleared. He was not cleared, but well, he, he wasn't, wasn't cleared, kicked but, off the team. But, he but he's already been in team. trouble. He's already been in so trouble. So he's already but got... so is every other student athlete ever, just about. Not no, a, not necessarily. Not necessarily. No, 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 no not, every other. Other. not every other. Not every other. Not every other. Not a lot. But, not a lot. But, you know, if you're, if you're going to tell me that... Uh, his behavior is going to get better. I'm going to disagree with you because he's had run-ins with the campus police or the Tallahassee Police Department, whatever you want to say, mm -hmm. in the past. This is another site. And with the actions of several players in the past, Jameis Winston, DeAndre Johnson, you know, list goes on, uh, what makes me think he's going to be any different? And I don't, I don't think he's going to. I think Jimbo Fisher needs to clean it up. I think he does too. Be before, uh, you know, this is a national championship caliber program. They won it just two years ago. So before the foundation cracks and this whole thing falls apart. It's already cracked. <laughs> well, I mean, and it just, you know, just completely shatters. Yeah, the Jim, Jimbo Fish has been the boy with his finger in the dam for three and a half years now. It's, it's, it's. So, so he needs to do something before it's completely gone. Yeah. But at this point, at this point, I think the only way Florida State can can clean up their act is if they get rid of Jimbo Fisher. I, I think so because at this point he's letting the players run all over him, clearly. He's letting he's letting anything go. He it took it took just now him to say, all right, no clubs, no bars. And this has been going on for a long time. You've got I think I think Jimbo Fisher is showing no spine in how he's dealing with these kids. And I mean, dealing with these players. I mean, you're right. I mean, he's basically it's a it's a le loose leash situation. It is. He's giving them plenty of rope, plenty of slack, and and, and kids he's, can he, still play hard for you when you come down hard on them. Coaches like Nick Saban and Steve Spurrier have proved that. Absolutely. I mean, you just because you're a uh, you know a hard nosed coach, you 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 demand a fine line. Mm -hmm. You know. 
players will still respect you in that regard. Absolutely. You know, you you don't. I'm not saying be you know general general George and be like the ruler of all and your rule or no rule. I'm not saying that, but you you can kind of have that hard nose, hard fisted line, and still be a player's coach because. If you're still, you know, even if with that hard line as a player's coach, you're still going to have their respect. That's correct. Yeah. And And that's the big thing. If you lose the locker room, it is hard to come back from that. And there's, you've got to, you've got to get, you've got to get the players respecting you and the players in order. And if you don't do that, you can lose the locker room. So if he comes down hard on them and he's been, and he's been letting them run wild, He's going to lose that locker room, and he yeah. may have already started to lose it. Absolutely, uh, I totally agree with you. So uh, it's been a great show. It's been a good show, yeah. Uh, I want to thank Trevor for working the boards. TK, appreciate it as always, bud. Uh, thanks for all your uh, input and insight. Uh, as, as limited as it was, the insight part. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were talking to me. But, uh, Doc, but, it's, been, yeah, it's been a good show. Had a good, good time show. tonight. Yeah. Um, next week, next week, we're going to be back with a brand new episode, and we will see you then with Triple Threat Talk.